0: the following podcast contains explicit language fuck you it does not that's it's awesome it fucking does
1: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> oh folks welcome to the diesel performance podcast this is paul wilson
2: and chris emke and rich radio rich radio, radio
1: fucking rich we gave him a microphone today guys we love it uh, this is our end of your episode Yeah dude We were talking
2: about it You know Beginning of the week As we have our uh, Routine podcast meeting And What better way To do this this. Yeah, yeah. To be I honest agree. with you, yeah. as
1: we went over the highlights of like what we thought was really good, I kept yep. turning around to Chris, going, "Wait, that was this year? Yeah. It just it feels like we've been doing it for so long. Yeah. yeah. Well, a,
0: you longer than me, but yeah, for sure, it's I a think. Trump administration podcast. it <laughs> yeah, feels like fifteen
1: years. <laughs> well, it
2: just goes to show, Paul, you're old as shit. <laughs> this
1: is this, well, I mean, not as old as Radio Rich. Right? <laughs> Why yeah. you got to bring him in the middle of this? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we gave him a microphone. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Real quick guys, industry news uh, Sponsored by Duramax Tuner That's going to be a new segment you guys will be hearing every week In 2018 Chris and I are going to grab some industry news Uh, Duramax Tuner has allowed us to use their name For this segment Uh, This week I want to say that we saw An awesome video come out from Ultimate Callout Challenge team Uh, UCC is starting to post their competitors They have a really cool little snapshot of All the guys in it so jump on their Facebook page, check it out, buy tickets If you haven't yet And also the other big news, Chris, go with it. Oh, man. So
2: over at Duramaxtuner.com, they released a new six-speed conversion for any of the 01 to 05 Duramax crowds. So your LB7 LOI guys. Something a little different, something that's been in the woodwork now for a while. I don't want to really uh, say how long, but Nick's been working on this for a long, long time.
1: Oh, yeah. I was telling a guy the other day that two years ago we had this kind of project come up, and I sold it. And I ended up refunding it because it fucking sucked. Yep. Yep. Um, and then so they've they've put it on the back burner and a lot of other projects since then. Then they started to dive into it here at some point in 2017, yep. unbeknownst to you yep. know phone jockeys like me and Chris. And um, yeah, when they brought it back out, it is. It is solid.
2: Yeah. And guys are like, oh, how much experience do you have with the six-speed you know, tuning? Well, we have a lot of experience with some of our competitors' kits. Right. We just felt we could do it better. Yeah. You know, nothing against our competitors, but anytime we can bring something in-house and we have full control over what's going on and we can offer a more polished package, it's a home run. Absolutely. So we're really excited for that. So look out 2018, six-speed your face. Feel free to read
1: my blog on Diesel Tuner's blog about the six-speed conversion.
2: I read it. i read read it it.
1: nick nick made some recent edits so if (laughs) you read that two days ago reread it again it's like a whole new article
2: it makes a lot more sense public education that's all i gotta say
1: Ha, finally can say it back to you bitch. this guy <laughs> um also another segment you guys will be continuing to hear is the exergy do's and don'ts uh the next couple of weeks we're going to be focusing on the ford scorpion cp 4.2 that's the 2011 to 2017 ford 6.7 liter power strokes uh, i will kick it off with the do's do drop in a scorpion 10 millimeter cp 4.2 no tuning required. This is an upgraded CP4 for the Fords. Uh, It's built by Exergy. It is dialed in to the point that you literally don't even need a tune. You can just drop this in with all of the factory hookups, all of the factory installation components. It'll run and drive perfectly while having more peak capacity. Chris, what's the don't?
2: What is the don't? Don't delete your factory lift pump. Now, this goes against anything we practice on the other models. True story. Right? So uh, don't delete the factory lift pump. Uh, The factory lift pump can support up to 800 wheel horsepower. Yeah. um, And it works great with one of those 10 millimeter pumps. So again, minimal modification, drop in the pump and away you go.
1: It has filtration already in it. Um, I do not believe it has an air separator. Nope. Uh, but it is it is a really solid component. These don't have uh the CP fours on the Fords don't have a gear on the back to increase that low pressure flow. So you're actually getting your low pressure flow directly from the tank. Uh which they're solid, so don't fuck with it yeah. is the is the end of the story.
2: Don't there. fuck with it.
1: That's the <laughs> quote for the show. Alligator Performance <laughs> is running their twelve days of Christmas. We are on the last couple of days here right now, guys. Um final days right now to jump on and buy a wc fab twin turbo kit yeah
2: what can we say about jason's kits right i mean probably some of the nicest kits on the market hundreds of different powder coating colors that you can choose from uh i would say like a factory fitment it is you know um, even though it's not factory right
1: Uh, (laughs) no but i've I've been at at shows and things like that with a wc fab twin kit installed and you pop the hood and like old car guys will come over and be like oh these trucks come with those twin turbos like, well, no, but I appreciate that question. Yeah, like, yeah. that question makes me feel like I bought the right yes, kit.
2: Yes, sir. My black truck came with neon yellow twin turbos <laughs> from the factory. Thank you for asking. And for the listeners out there, if you saw Paul's eyes bulge out of his head when he made that, uh, you know, uh, what would you say? You are acting, whatever. But uh, it, was, it was good.
0: Yeah. It was good. Let me just say one thing. I've been over to Worley's when they've been making those kits. Yeah. And they make them one at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they weld the pipe and then weld the pipe that's going to connect to that. And they do it sequentially. Yep. They don't just make 15 different pipes no. at once for, you know, the same mm. bend.
2: And that brings up a good point. You know, when we talk to guys on the phone, wh- whether it's, you know, Bridge kit, intercooler pipe, twin kit, whatever. And they're like, oh, are these on the shelf? No, they're not. Well, what's turnaround time? A week or two. And they get upset. Like you just said, these aren't prefabbed. They build these kits, then they have to go and get powder coated. So yeah, it just if, really goes to show what their process is all about.
1: If you want ship mass produced from China, it's yep. gonna it, it that's available too. It is for uh, a lot cheaper. But if if you want good high quality yep. USA made one at a time custom kits, that's why we deal with Jason and WC there, Fab.
2: There is a guy Ryan who's actually welding each kit by hand. These aren't machine built. These are handmade. Yeah. You know, Ra- just,
1: Ryan Worley What yeah, a riot What, a, what that, a riot Later in the show Later in, later the, show. in the show Later in the show <clears throat> Okay Um. Today's show is really About going through The highlight reel Over this last year That's why we gave A microphone to Rich Radio because, Rich Radio Rich uh, Because he's been Instrumental to making This show happen From all the mm-hmm. way From its inception and, and having the idea To do it uh, To pushing us To get it done To uh, making sure That some of these Things happen We're going to give you A real quick rundown Of just kind of What we thought Some of the highlights Were this year And then we're going To go through Our favorites Yeah Right. Uh so Chris, why don't you kick us off? I mean the first banger, so
2: I went through all the episodes from the January first till now twenty seventeen and you guys kicked it off with Gail Banks. Like that was the banger, that was the first episode, like the the big first big highlight that I saw or yeah. I heard. So I would say, you know, I know we're going a little against what we talked about prior to the show, but that is, (laughs) that is the banger, you know, that was a big impact.
1: It it was, um, a a big shout out to Danny Voss for, uh, setting up the the very first Gail Banks episode. Uh, from there, we launched, uh, two more episodes. I think we did three Mm -hmm. total with him. They're all about an hour, hour and a half long. Yep. Quality content. Gail's a talker. We're talkers. Good information though. I remember Nick's face when we told him that we got Gail Banks, he's like, Really? You never see Nick really? get excited about no. stuff.
2: Like, that's no. just not his demeanor, his character. And he looked like a kid in a candy store when this was all getting brought up. Like, he was pacing around the shop. Like, he was genuinely
1: excited. I remember yeah. him telling stories about what, what's that one? Danny, Danny tells the story, too, and so does Gail. Actually, all three of these guys have told me the story about the same event. But there was a time that they went around. They did, like, diesels on the road. They did, like, some big drive across America okay. with your diesel trucks. Do you remember hearing yeah, about this, I Rich? I remember that. Okay, so Danny told me the story. Then we got Gail on the phone. Gail told the story. When Gail got done telling the story, Danny told his version of the story again. When we left, the next day, Nick told me his version of the story. Oh, God. All three of them, like, had, like, were aware of that same event at that same location Very at the cool. same time. But, like... For yeah. Three totally different points of view on it. Um, all of them, all of them. that was the low light of our conversation. We had way more interesting stuff to talk about than that. But, but yeah, all three of them definitely commented on it. Uh, Rich, what would you say about our experience interviewing Gail Banks? I thought that they were amazing. They were long.
0: They went down a few rabbit holes, but I think that's okay. Yeah. And um, I was surprised with his sense of humor. Oh my God, right? And that he just went right along with everything that we were saying like Danny had one of his one liners in there and Gail picked right up on that yep. and said there you go there's your one liner and, <laughs> and that was really a lot of
1: fun it's just crazy can to I think. swear on this podcast <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. still get I get a Facebook message like once a month yeah. about that
2: it's just crazy to me like you know Gail isn't 20 years old and he's accomplished more than what most guys can accomplish you know or, or the combination of many people can accomplish and he is so quick with it oh yeah, yeah. so crisp and he knows dates times what do you accomplished in that month or that week. I mean it's just it was mind boggling listening to those things. And then
0: Danny said things like, um, I I wish I knew everything that you forgot. And Dale says, that's the thing. I haven't forgotten anything. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like that low blow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. It was so good. Uh, Gail was so sharp. Uh, The visit out to Gail Banks, Nick and I actually went out and visited Gail Banks in person. I will tell you, uh, that's the first time I've been to California. It it was a blast. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've gotten to do a few work trips. But I will say that we flew out there. We landed the night before. We got to see one of our our vendors out there, uh, Ira from Fish Tuning. Big shout out to Ira and Robin. Uh, they took us out for dinner, drove us to our hotel. We woke up the next morning at like, I mean, I'm sure I was up at 6 a.m. We got to Gail Banks' facility, which, by the way, is a compound. It's like eight different buildings spread across three blocks. Like, it's, it's huge. Like, we had to cross the street to get to one part of the compound, cross the street to get to the other part. Like, we're in warehouses that are like legit. Industrial warehouses packed to the top with turbos for rows, just for rows and rows and rows. You're just walking around with, your, just my jaw hanging on the ground, looking like an idiot. Like, <laughs> it's so fucking. Cool. They were they were running um six six two or six five six two turbo kits while we were there. Ford six two turbo kits. Like I'm literally like. Dude, get this guy off of this fucking machine and go put him on something productive. Like, there's no way you're selling these, Gale. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll box them up. They'll, somebody will want them. Don't worry. Wow. wow. It, it was him. it was amazing. It was absolutely mind-boggling. Uh, and then to see all these cool projects and everything like that. Rich, you've been getting to edit all those videos. Uh, how did it look? It looks really good.
0: And I just can't imagine, though, the breadth of knowledge that he has and all the different vehicles he talks about. Yeah. And... Um, that facility must be worth a billion dollars, right? I mean, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Gail Banks' power, Banks' power. That's I mean, incredible. to have
1: Gail in the building, I think, is worth a billion dollars, <laughs> right? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. And, like, I don't know if you guys just caught his video. He was telling us while we were out there. He still plays around with stupid shit like his Marauder. Uh, but he's got basically an old Crown Vic. Uh, and he's throwing another, I don't know, a Coyote fucking gas Ford motor in it. Shit like this. That, wow. That's just his daily driver. That's just, like... He's just like you know what my guys don't have enough to do so I got this crazy idea on how to just light up you know forty grand and on fire. Well, we have another video coming out soon. It's going to be on the swirl and the
0: flow. Oh yeah, head swirl, head swirl. So that should be a lot of fun to watch. So interesting, very
1: insightful. I go. think it'll be educational. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with any of the other adjectives you used, but it'll, it'll be very <laughs> educational. I agree with you. <laughs> I think I think guys who are into it will will fucking love that content. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're like new to diesel, it's probably. A little tech-heavy. Yeah, obscure. Uh, To to run through some of our other highlights, I think one of our big ones, I think one that really made this podcast what it is, is the Ultimate Call-Out Challenge.
2: Yeah, that was...
1: Interviewing LeVon Miller was an absolute privilege uh, to meet a guy so humble. Uh, Derek Rose, one of the most lively motherfuckers we've had on the show i mean he is driven by passion he is i mean <laughs> you, you know? can hear it and like yep. he's not like real cocky or a douchebag or anything like that i nope. don't mean to you know say this in comparison to levon they're, they're just very different personalities mm-hmm. Derek was so interesting you could just imagine sitting down at a bar having a beer with Derek yeah. rose uh levon i think you could imagine like being at a bonfire outside in a very quiet setting yeah. and listen to levon talk yeah. right like there's just different atmospheres i think that you would find them yeah. in uh, being live at the ucc getting to meet and and in person um god everybody sean baca wade minter jaron holder mike graves uh just everybody and I'm, I'm leaving out so many people that that we interviewed there um even i the name escapes you now. cody from from godspeed turbos do you That's remember right. that one yeah, cody callahan yeah. cody callahan uh great guy um God, there was just there was so many. Eric Merchant was is always fucking He's a hilarious, character, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Here's what's funny is every time you you find somebody who's met Eric Merchant, they say his name just like you just did with this, like that, yeah. mo- that motherfucker. Yeah, let me that, tell you, that motherfucker for <laughs> oh, sure. I remember I was in Vegas at SEMA. Uh, two years ago now and i'm I'm walking through like the bellagio you know how like it goes from like the strip mall like inside mall yeah. to the to the actual hotel and all of a sudden i hear somebody laughing and i'm like oh i know that fucking laugh and i turn around and start scoping it and i'm like and there's eric merchant with like his wife and nick and the, you know I, there's like a group of them there and he's laughing he's making making fun of somebody yep, or something that's you
2: know? that's eric yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> so yeah yeah
1: no, and then from there uh chris i think one of the other big ones uh was definitely nicola menorini i wanted to bring that yeah. name up
0: mm-hmm.
1: rich th- tell me tell me how the fuck you got nicola Menarini because he is way too smart to talk to a guy like me
0: well in the podcast meetings we started talking about actually reaching out to some gm engineer types you mm-hmm. know and talking about stuff the l5p and whatever and then um you know going back to my old news days, thinking, well, they were usually as a media representative for a big corporation like that, so I managed to find him and then I reached out, and they were very positive, and that's how it all came together. You know, that was a really good episode, mm-hmm. insightful, you know,
2: quality information. It really made you take a step back and just soak it in. <laughs> you know kind what I
1: mean? It, it, for me, it, it definitely did because I think it opened up my scale of like diesel's not. In the U.S. Yeah. Diesel's in the right. world. Yep. Uh, honestly, just the timing, what luck did we have on just the timing for that, where you reached out right before they were shipping Nicola from Italy to Detroit or mm-hmm. Flint or yeah. wherever, Michigan. Um, so we happened to catch him while he was stateside, right. which he does not work stateside. He lives in Italy. He works in Italy. That's that's where the XLDE program is, which is right. code for diesel uh, mm-hmm. in GM world, right? So we actually got the chief engineer of the XLDE program. He also was instrumental on, on designing the 2.8 liter for the U.S. release and instrumental on uh, launching the 1.6 liter, which is now mm-hmm. out. He gave us some inside knowledge that like, I don't think we knew yet. Maybe there was like right. official releases, but the Equinox right. and the Vans were going to get those. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was a really, really, for me, a big one.
2: And I think you know think about the time frame l5p was about to drop like
1: yeah, th- that was all right. at the same time like you couldn't have painted a better picture for that it was it worked out so. really well and then of course diesel power challenge
2: yeah that was a big one that was a big one this year you know every year the dpc it grows there are some changes along the way you know there is some flack online but uh you know all in all you guys once again you know you guys killed it with that
1: well we hooked we hooked kj so kj's yep. definitely been a huge friend of the show um we have nothing but love for for Mister Jones. He is the editor of Diesel Power Magazine these days. He brought us on in a, a very, very friendly kind of way of yeah. like, hey, DPC is in a short amount of time. Would you guys like to be the official podcast? And we said, yes, but we can't, we can't attend. So last year, we weren't able to attend. So we jumped on the phone. We started grabbing guys. I want to give a huge shout out to I, it's McCoy Black. You are mm-hmm. one funny motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: That was a crazy episode. You're right, my friend.
1: Yeah, ab- absolute right. And then, of course, Charlie Keeter, the yep. winner, two-time winner. Uh, back-to-back wins from Charlie Keeter. Chris, that was your first episode with us. That was
2: my first Mm -hmm. podcast host episode, for sure.
1: So we've gotten a ton of questions about this. Guys have asked what happened to Danny. Danny uh, decided he wanted to put his focus and attention on other things to do professionally. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chris was in in a situation where he could jump in and fill in for Danny uh, for a short amount of time, and then we were going to fire him and get somebody good at it. Right. Uh, We just (laughs) haven't done that yet. Yeah, uh, that's that's actually not true. Chris stepped up in a huge way and helped out the show. Uh, yes, we were really did. worried about how, yeah. what was going to happen. Uh, I had a pretty honest conversation when um, when it was coming up that there was nobody else I thought could do it. Chris, thank mm-hmm. you, appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that thank means a you. lot. Thanks, right Richard You're still a fuckhead, but I, I'm not right. saying I'm not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, Chris, you spearheaded a lot of conversion money.
2: Yeah, so you know when I started, that was beginning of June. You know, and like I said, guys, every week we all sit down and talk about what the next month or the next week's going to hold. And I told Paul and Rich, I was like, dude, we need to do a conversion month. People love fucking conversions at the shop. When we have guys on the phone, Mm -hmm. we get this question all the time. So why not have a month dedicated to that? So that was August.
1: We also love conversions. If I could just be honest, all, I think, oh, I know me, I know you, Chris, Mm -hmm. what about you? Favorite, favorite build out there right now today on the road, conversion or not?
2: Uh, It would be a non-conversion, I would say, yeah. But you know, when when you when you really think about it, if I had to talk about a truck that I've driven that I am very passionate about that I love, it's the Durberb. So it is a conversion. Conversion. Um, But you know, it goes both ways. It it gets tough because very rarely do I get into a conversion that drives the way I would expect it. Right. Okay. But at the same time, like the Durberb, it is a conversion, but it's. It's like a half conversion, you know, like, let, let's just be honest here.
1: Kind of, I think, I think that's a compliment to Eric Swanson is saying that he did his Absolutely. conversion so good yeah. that it feels like it fits. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, and not to discredit any of the guys out there, but you know, you get into a Ford with a Cummins and a Ford transmission. Uh, I haven't been in one that's like, Dan, that thing drives awesome. Like it's a badass build. There's
1: build. The, we had, we <laughs> yeah, interviewed, we, we yeah. interviewed your customer. Uh, uh, what, what was his, does any, who remembers his name? We're going to look like I know such his name.
2: I know his name, Excursion. I had to the truck. Excursion, I know yep, what he looks yep, like. Yeah. Five, I can picture nine, it in my head. Yeah. What,
1: now, now he's going to call us and yep. be like, you guys are assholes. Yep. But, he uh, lives like an hour away from he's us, such too. such a cool yep. truck, by the way. Such a badass truck. Such a cool truck. truck. Um, so th- there, are, there are some great conversions out there. Yep. Big shout out to Nick Pregnitz, who's been on and off the show <laughs> Just forever. Just has eight, eight, con- eight swaps. A swap you know? of, con- yeah. He has a plethora of conversions. Right, yes. Yeah, Conversion squad. Eric Swanson from Durber. Sean Patterson from Diesel Conversion Specialist. So much fun
2: interviewing him. He was awesome. I don't want to
1: say he was the smartest guy we interviewed this year, but definitely the smartest guy we interviewed in that three-month segment. I mean, I would buy from him. (laughs) I I would buy from him. He was so sharp and like... He handled all of, like, I wrote questions on purpose, which I never do, to, like, kind of poke at Fords. Like, I just wanted yeah. to be a little bit of a dick to Ford. And he just, he handled every one of them so professionally. <laughs> um, right up until we were like, so what's the most common truck that you see swaps purchased for? He's like, six liters, <laughs> duh. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Uh, I don't think he was that aggressive. No. Ryan Worley. So yeah, we had good. mentioned Ryan Worley earlier. Mm-hmm.
2: He was a lot of fun because he was literally sweating know, in yeah. the re- recording room. His palms, like you could just tell, he was like, "Man, I don't want to, I don't want to sound or look like an idiot." And we're like, "Well, Ryan, we're not filming you; it's just recording, so you're going to sound like an idiot, not look like an yeah. idiot." And he did awesome. He, did like, he awesome. was a lot of fun, and yeah. that truck—I've
1: said this before—you need to see it in person. Yeah. Oh, you—you you can't appreciate yeah. pictures of it. I mean, right. you can, but like, you—you you don't get the hey, full impact. Black pearl powder coat, my friend. Um, I will say, Ryan. Ryan has this, like, unique quality where, like, most guys who work in the shop or work in in high-end, very sensitive, very meticulous kind of work, like he does, right? He's in the fab shop. Um, They're usually not very interesting of interviews, Mm -mm. right? Because that's usually a very dry, boring person. Ryan has so much personality, he just doesn't know he has personality. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's right? good, yeah, I agree. I think right? Part of
2: that is is because he has a passion for diesel. You know, this is this is what gets him out of bed. Like he's he is a person that's doing what he loves to do. He's yeah. not a welder or, you know, a fabricator at a shop and right. he just that's what he does. it's much more in depth than that, which I think that holds some mm-hmm. character value there. It comes through. Yeah. I think yep.
0: all the whirlies are like that. Oh,
2: know? they are that is that is in Absolutely. the whirly blood for sure. Yeah,
0: for sure. And um, I think he's just so down to earth, you know. Kind of yeah. reminds you of a farmer talking to a farmer. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah sure, a for sure. He's just really into it and whatever. So,
1: Ryan, you country as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we love you. It's been a blast. Yeah. Um, okay, that that's kind of our year in a wrap up. Uh, what I wanted to do now, guys, was just go through and hit some of our personal yeah. favorites. Uh, Chris, why don't you kick it off? Give me two of your personal favorites.
2: Man, my personal favorite was Manfred. Loping smoke tunes. You goofy, goofy. <laughs> fuck you, Manfred. I love your laugh. He was an awesome episode. He was an awesome interview. So much so much energy out of that guy.
1: You you say Manfred and I start laughing. Yeah, he, dude, seriously. <laughs> Longhorn Fab Shop. So I'm I'm I got to meet Manfred right before we did this episode at the XDP event. Um, so I'm at XCP Nationals and I'm over i'm talking to him. We might have had one or two drinks talking after the show, and um it's like twelve of them later. And I'm like, motherfucker, you are known for smoking lope tunes. Like that's that's what you do, and he's like, No, no, it's not.
2: Smoking lope (laughs) tunes interaction bars. Like, what the fuck? Right.
1: Uh if you have not listened to that episode and you would like to laugh a lot. It is, I think it's by far the funniest mm-hmm. episode we've ever done. And that we've was, done a lot of funny yeah. episodes. I mean, the budget build episodes ooh, we did with, uh, with Tranny Wade and, and with tra- Wade. Yep, yep. Wade was hilarious. Wade was a ton of fun. Tranny was a ton of fun.
2: Anytime I can gang up on you and shit on you, I am all for yeah, it. Yeah, I'll
1: never be a competitor in a budget build yeah, well, I will only okay. be a moderator. Like you try forward. to put
2: donks on a truck for crying out loud.
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh,
2: I would say the only other, like my, my highlight, as far as like what was funny, Manfred. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, I would say Brett Keel's twelve hundred horse yeah. two wheel drive shorty was awesome.
1: That's uh, so. We were just talking about what our favorite trucks currently yeah. driving on the road. That's it. That's my that's favorite. Your, truck. That's your shit? That is the okay. regular cab short bed LB seven big nasty twin kit two wheel yeah. drive. Dude, there's nothing that feels like driving that truck. No, there's nothing. Nothing. Um, I've been in 750. So, when I first started at Duramax Tuner, my first week here, Nick put me behind the wheel of a 750 twin turbo Cummins, the yeah. old white truck. Yep. I was like, get after it. And, like, you know, I've been working here for like three days, so I'm scared to death, right? But yeah, my foot's on the floor. Um, there's nothing. There's just no. nothing in the world that's like that truck. To feel that light, to be that nimble. Well, the, it, it was just amazing.
2: Yeah, but you yeah. also have the responsiveness and the drivability of the truck. Like there is so much that truck packs one of the nastiest punches out of anything that I've had or driven in the shop. Oh yeah. It it really is a unique build. Yeah. It's sad to see that Brett wants to sell that thing
1: to me so no i can't i can't i had a kid this year i can't do it yeah i offered to it. make grand for it so. <laughs> <laughs> for the twin kid yeah. you, you savage it's grand... <laughs> like some chris emke truck buying yeah, shit right no there shit. no shit <laughs> uh let's see okay I, I, i'll do two um the scottsdale ride along that
2: was a lot of fun it was hot as shit that day it, but it, it was, was a ton hot of shit. fun yeah that was um, fun
1: yeah Chris and it or Chris I meant to say fucking Radio Rich put us in the blooper reel I think it was that video so what's the
2: blooper reel Uh, you know so
1: okay Duramax Tuner every year Rich takes a bunch of the videos and a bunch of the outtakes and puts together a blooper reel if you have not jump on the Duramax Tuner YouTube page Check out the blooper reel. It's always up there. It's fucking hilarious. Paul the
2: podcast I, made it. Yep, but, podcast made it with the Scottsdale ride right along.
0: It's not there yet.
1: Oh, it's it's not, gonna okay. go there, but there are old ones up there that you okay. can. Look okay, yeah, at. It see mm-hmm. blooper reels. You'll see Chris and I a lot in them because Chris is yep. four wheel drive burnout. To do four wheel drive with, right? I'm the <laughs> I'm <laughs> best guy. <laughs> Even just you say every time I hear somebody say four yeah, wheel yeah, no. I just my, my blood boils. My
2: teeth, I grind my teeth. Oh,
1: oh, you motherfucker. Um, okay, so that that was a blast the Scottsdale driver um that's where yeah so you'll see it you'll have that one up rich I think so we next month extract a couple something. of
0: things but we're gonna put it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah it'll be up next month you guys will be able to see it it was really funny it made it made the reel. um let's see my other one fucking Ryan Milliken <laughs> the shitter walk-on at the UCC was probably one of my favorite parts of the UCC yeah my eyes like just bulged. non-competition so me and Danny and Rich are standing outside of, like, our our booth that right. we have, right, to do all the episodes in. And we're just, like, in this walkway. And all of a sudden, Ryan Milliken comes walking up. Now, we got microphones. It's a little windy. We're, like, trying to hold. I'm just, like. See, and I'm like, opportunity, right? Like, Ryan Milliken, how's it going? You just walked into a podcast. I'm, hey, uh, uh, cool, man. Yeah, I'll be right back. I got to go take a shit. And like walks past us to the next door, which we didn't realize we were standing in front of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and like, walks into the bathroom, and I'm like, maybe we should move 10 feet over. <laughs> but uh, he, he did come back and join us for an episode. Ryan w- was a blast. He was cool. very, very funny. He was, he was great to interview. Um, the thing about interviewing Ryan Milliken is you know he's going to say something mildly offensive to somebody yeah. you know you're just hoping that they get to hear it
2: I mean same with his Facebook posts I love it right. right yeah I no,
1: for sure for sure oh god uh, right yeah let's see so Rich what what did you have what was some of your favorites from I, last
0: year I really liked the Whirly episode with mm-hmm. the uh, C10 okay uh, that was my favorite because I like it when we do the interviews in house as opposed to over the phone because I'm kind of picky about audio you right. know <laughs> <laughs> and uh the in-house stuff is a lot nicer sounds a lot nicer and mm-hmm. Ryan is really good guy and then we were able to do photos yeah. outside after the podcast and those went over really well on mm-hmm. the facebook page so that was my favorite i think awesome. favorite episode
1: what w- rich while we got you here i think we're going to we're going to skew right into this um what's your least favorite part about editing the podcast what's your least favorite part <laughs> about having to do work on the podcast since this is all your fault and your idea right
0: yeah it was <laughs> so I get the podcast and I get the files and I put them in the computer and I start editing them and then I see where Chris has laughed and <laughs> those are pegged and it's like bright <laughs> red across the top of the audio file where
1: where Chris is uh, a Every fucking episode. I've what done. I love,
2: what I not to steal the limelight from you, but when we do our product videos or yeah. anytime we're doing interviews, I'll fuck up. I'll do at least six or seven takes, probably why I have a lot of the footage on the blooper reels yeah, every year. Right. And every time Rich Like he'll take a deep breath get his composure and check
1: and he's like you're doing great
2: you're doing great I'm like Rich shut the fuck up you're lying you know like you're not, paid to say that
1: it does not matter how bad we do Rich no. is like a mom with yeah. that he is like you're doing, you're just, doing, you're doing great doing really good. that was
2: awesome that was really really great good
1: effort I could feel your passion yeah. if you could do everything different <laughs> we, we'll try that we'll just do a take with you doing the opposite yeah. of what you just did
0: it's just it's just a, I mean you guys are coachable to a point but yeah. you're not you know you're you're just kind of do this when you have to it's mm-hmm. not like you do it professionally so it's best just to kind of like go
1: with the flow yeah. if you know what i mean just okay. kind of go with the flow that's
2: this industry though man you go with yeah. the flow
1: so chris is your least favorite part of editing the podcast <laughs> i dig that um <clears throat> what what's your favorite podcast that's not about diesel trucks I, I like
0: planet money a lot i like slate um political gab fest is that anime porn or what yeah. is that exactly slate. <laughs> hold
1: on porn. you heard slate <laughs> what is it one more time There's slate political because I know fest. Slate and, and Political Gab Fest, and, and your thought went right fest. to porn, huh? Dude, I yeah. just
2: know what he's into. He's <laughs>
1: <laughs> peg, right now, Rich yep, is – There it in is. In Rich's
2: see he's just he <laughs>
1: right all is. the way across.
2: <laughs> that was Peg.
1: Now
0: I have uh, to peg that. I'm sorry, to, Rich. I have to fix that. That's all right. Anyway, so um, that's what I do. And I, uh, what else? What else are we going to talk about? Um so, that would be my favorite podcast is political stuff and Planet
1: Money. Chris, do you listen to any podcast besides d p p?
0: Um, I
2: listened to a couple of like motivational speakers before, yeah, like who. Oh God! um Don't put me on the spot. Like
1: some straight up Tony Robbins? <laughs> are you are you really fucking with Donald C. Kelly? Like, what, what's your jam? <laughs> don't, what's don't. your Lincoln?
2: Yeah, don't get me started. um I don't know. It was honestly like a year ago, a okay. year and a half ago. So I don't, no no recent podcast, guys. For I'll be honest. I don't listen to podcasts, and I do not listen to our podcast because I don't like listening to my
1: voice. Now you used to though. So before I you hosted, we would talk. I would, about would I would listen
2: to a couple here and there. Think about how much better I could be at it than you. Right. joking but no i mean i did i listened to a couple here or there i am a true enthusiast this is what i live and do like i mm-hmm. enjoy diesel trucks yeah so you know i'm i've always been passionate about it so i do listen to them but rarely i'll, I'll listen to like little snippets of what uh rich will post like on facebook and i'll be like scrolling through facebook and it'll pop up and i'll just listen to it for a few minutes mm-hmm. but uh yeah i'm not much of a podcast listener i If I go into the gym, I'm listening to music. I don't want to listen to a podcast. And if I'm driving, I want to listen to music. Otherwise, like I'm go go go. I don't like listening. I have Mm -hmm. I have
1: recently become obsessed with everything from Gimlet. Uh, Gimlet, yeah. yeah, So if you don't know Gimlet Media, uh, came from Planet Money and This American Life. uh, Awesome. There's a TV Mm -hmm. show they're launching about the uh, the whole startup podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: We were talking about that. Yeah.
1: Um, The reply now. Reply all. Reply All. Reply All. One of one of my favorites. Uh, listen to that. Listen to Startup. Uh, if you're not listening to last podcast on the left, fuck oh, you. Oh, my gosh. So and it's the funniest, most disgusting podcast you've ever heard about serial killers. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, gruesome and, and, and hilarious. And
0: thanks to that podcast, I actually read one of the books they talk about. Do you really? George, or the uh, Ed, Ed Gein. Ed Gein. And that book was amazing. And then I read another book by that same author about the Mad Sculptor, which is another murder. And I don't know if they've talked about that yet on the podcast. Yeah. But I want to say one thing, and that is that I painted a wall in our studio here in order to do backdrop work for video. Yeah. I painted it gray. And it took me like three Sundays to do it it. And the whole time I was painting, I had a Last Podcast on the Left on. Really? And it was just wonderful. Time flies. It does. And it was just the perfect mix between painting this drudgery and then listening to that
1: podcast. (laughs) It was perfect. I I would say the other one that I I, uh, have been listening to since they started uh, and a big shout out to Ryan Gelinas since he's gotten involved. They've renamed it. It's now the Diesel Podcast. Right. Uh, Patrick Ellis. um, Mm Yeah from street diesel power. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, they have a podcast about diesel performance. If you're listening to our show, you should be listening to their show and vice versa. Uh, great group of guys. Ryan spends more time traveling than I could imagine. Yeah. Uh, He's just pretty much on the road. And every once in a while they let him go home.
2: He's yeah. Very rarely is he he home.
1: Point being is he, he gets out into like the actual on the feet in the industry all over the country. Uh, so I, I do like their podcast. Mm -hmm. I think it's really good. Um, Sound quality, same thing. We, we get a little bit of feedback about our sound quality on phone interviews. It's really, really tough to record through the phone, guys, just so you know. We, we oh, do do our phones, best. Yeah. It, uh, it sounds as good as we possibly can make it, yeah. uh, but the only way to do like a good remote interview is to actually send somebody audio equipment, record the two audios separately, and then dub them over each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is just way too involved. We're just not a big enough operation for the podcast to do something like that. So bear with us. We are always trying to find new ways to improve our audio quality. But uh, as you guys heard, Rich is kind of crazy about that stuff. So we do, yeah, do the yeah. best we possibly can. keep not. working on that. Mm -hmm. For sure. Other than that, I just want to say to all of our listeners, thank you so fucking much. Uh, This has been such a Mm -hmm. crazy experience to do this podcast, to see it grow. Uh, We are cresting uh, 750,000 downloads in in our entirety. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're uh, constantly seeing growth month over month, and that is because of you guys. So we really appreciate Mm -hmm.
2: it. Keep liking, sharing. I mean, whatever you guys are doing, please, please, please keep it up. I'm sorry that you guys listen to us you know but the content is there that's all that matters
0: sorry I have to listen to you okay. to you okay oh. we're good at this yeah. well, we should be at a million, we should be at a million downloads by February I think or March I mean yeah. March. if
2: we could by end of first quarter if we could yeah. that's where our listeners come in guys help us out help us out
1: share some shit <laughs> uh, for tonight I do just want to say again thank you guys and have a very merry merry Christmas
2: yeah, and a happy new year because this yeah. is going to be the last one that uh, we're going to record for the year
1: yes it is so this is our Our
2: year end right here. 2017. Dude, I wish we had some confetti to throw and some,
0: you know.
1: We did a great job.
0: We did. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. This goes to rich. Yeah. This goes to rich. All right, man. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. If you'd like to contact the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email Paul at DuramaxTuner.com or Chris at C-E-H-M-K-E at DuramaxTuner.com. You can also reach him by phone. Chris's extension is 2121. Paul's is 2122. I, I like Planet Money a lot. I like Slate um, Political Gab Fest.
2: Is that anime
0: porn or what yeah. is that exactly? Slate Hold on. Porn. You heard
1: Slate. <laughs> what is it? One more time. Slate Political Because I know fest. Slate and and Political Gab Fest and political your thought went right fest. to porn, huh? Dude, I yeah. just
2: know what he's into. You just- <laughs>
1: Peg, right now, Rich's head is just you right all the way
2: across. (laughs) That was Peg. Now I have to peg that.
0: I'm sorry, Rich. I have to fix that. That's all right. Anyway, so. Uh